Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bomb of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. Welcome aboard, everybody. It's another week of fun frolics and sweaty bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I was going to leave that to the imagination, but it's warm again, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Look, it's, it's, it's the global warming. We're all going to just die in a pool of sweat in a few years, probably. In a few days, by the yeah. sounds of it. It's going to be warm on Tuesday. But, you know, before all that, you need to get your Netflix and yeah, absolutely. streaming and movie news. And if it's going to be too hot to go outside. You might as well sit inside <laughs> and watch Netflix. Sure, why not? Why not? Um, and listen to podcasts. Yeah. How, how are, you? are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. Good. Been up to much? I have been putting some tents up before I came here. Nice. Out in the tent. sunshine. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that a euphemism? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. What's that in aid of? Just practicing. Just practicing putting tents up. Yeah. Cool. But you never, you never know when it's going to be a <laughs> skill that you need, do you? Well, you don't want to get caught out if you've got to put a tent up in the rain, do you? No, not be able to. And you're like, ah, I've never put this one up before. <laughs> and now I've wet. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare. You don't want to be wet in the rain. So that was that was, that was was uh, a good good hour or so before cool. I came over here. How about you? What have you been up to? Um, not a lot. Not a lot at all. I've, I've had quite a stressful week, but I can't really tell you why. Right. This is one of those weeks where everything just seems to be working against me in life. Okay. But we're here now and we're going to talk some really cool stuff. Yeah. And we've watched some really interesting film this week. Yes. So we'll talk about that and then we'll carry on. Come back here on Thursday for our usual movie episode. Because we are talking about a, is this a Norwegian-Swedish co-production? It's a Norwegian film, but it is, yeah, it's classed as Norwegian-Swedish. Okay. And it's called The Trip. It is. Well, in English. It's called Ayonde Daiga. In Norwegian. Which means in bad times. In bad days, I think. Which I thought was a better title. Yeah, probably is. The trip <laughs> makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and it's directed by Tommy Wakola. Yep. Who uh, we've we've watched one of his films before on the show. Yeah, we have. What did, happened to Monday? It did quite well yeah. in season six. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, and this is a wild card choice from one of our patrons, Sam Mulholland, who historically... Picks well. Yeah. He has. Has he won the last two? He has. So interesting times for Sam. He's, yeah. he's on tender hooks all week, I'll bet. Is it tender he's... or tenter? I think it's tenter. It fe- that doesn't feel right, but I think it is tender. Tenter. He's on <laughs> so, He's on some sort of hook. Yeah. Uh, we we're keeping him on the hook till Thursday. And yeah, come back and see what we thought. Yeah. What about last week's film? What did we think of that? Last week's film, uh, we thought it was weird. It was weird. <laughs> it was body cam. It was body it, cam. It was trying to do a lot, wasn't it? It was trying body to do cam. too much and it sort of let itself down. The horror bit. film slash social commentary. Yeah. Uh, slash did, cop thriller. Did a little bit of, it did all right at all of it and then not very good as a, yeah. some of its parts. I think that's a very good way to do, to describe body cam. Having said that, it is a, commentary on the quality of the movies we've seen this season that it is currently third place <laughs> yeah out of our what we've seen now 10 movies 10 yeah how are we nearly halfway for another season yeah. madness isn't it it's how time works it's just crazy how time works <laughs> so yeah yeah back here thursday yeah come back thursday the trip's going to be an interesting episode Let's see if us. it can i still don't really know what i thought of it so it's it interesting can, uh, top the table Let's or see if he can knock Ross is currently number one, so see who can get to the top of the stream table. Indeed. Do you want to do some Netflix news? Do you know what? There's some good bits of news this week. Is there? Some interesting goings Excellent. Uh, And we are going to start, as usual, with our Netflix news. And news, in fact, that Netflix has teamed up with a young (laughs) up-and-coming... software company okay uh to help launch its cheaper subscription plan including adverts yep that company is going into partnership is microsoft just a small little software company yeah exactly yeah yeah um microsoft 
is 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 going to help support them with that ad process. Greg Peters, who is Netflix's chief operating officer, says Microsoft has the proven ability to support all of our advertising needs as we work together to build a new ad-supported offering. Uh, more importantly, Microsoft offered flexibility to innovate over time on both the technology and sales side, as well as strong privacy protection for our members. So there you go. Interesting. Does that mean Netflix have suddenly got a heads up on the Disney and all these others? That are... Is it a race? <laughs> Who's going to be the first out of the blocks with their advert yeah. tier? Yeah. I Does guess it, it is. Yeah. Does it matter? Um, let's see what happens. I mean, this seems to be moving fairly fast. Yeah, it? it does. It was only like rumoured a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Now yeah. all of a sudden it's it's happening. I think I think Disney have said in the States they're aiming for the end of this year. Okay. And then into 2023 for the international version. So, Got you. Because I, I bet it gets really complicated with contracts yeah. over yeah, it'd be all different over countries. Place, and... it? Yeah. It's not an easy thing to introduce, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Cool. So, also, do you think... Bill Gates, yeah? Yep. He's never had, like, a reality show done about him, has he? No, there was that documentary about him a few years ago. That's okay. on Netflix. Okay. In Is it called In Bill's Brain? Or right. something like that? Okay. But no, he's never had, like, a reality show. Well, you can have that idea for free if you want Netflix. <laughs> sure, you can make it happen. Uh, okay, next bit of news is that Netflix has officially uh, announced that they are bringing back Tudum. Now, this is not the failed website slash multimedia channel yep. that was going to be the hub for all behind-the-scenes featurettes, interviews, yeah. and live news, that sort of thing. Yeah, that kind of disappeared a few months ago, yeah. didn't it? and they sacked everyone who was yeah. uh, working on that. This is the global fan event. Yeah. So we had this last year. It's basically... Netflix's Comic Con, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they do a couple, don't they? They do yeah. Geeks Week, and now Tudum's becoming a big one. Uh, Tudum 2 will stream on YouTube on September the 24th. I feel like they've missed a trick by not calling it Tudum. <laughs> I don't understand why they put it on YouTube either. <laughs> you need that, it, it just doesn't, You've got it blows my mind. Just put it on a live stream on your channel. On your own service. On your homepage. Yeah. Why not? What why, have you got you've got do? a captive audience of people who pay for your service. Yeah. Who are interested in everything that you're going to show and you're going to put it on YouTube. Exactly. It makes zero sense to me. Even smarter than that, what you could do, because Netflix has said that the way they're running it this year is that they will divide the day by region. Okay. So they're going to go Korea, India, the United States, Europe, Latin America and Japan. Right. So you're going to get a section for productions from each of those areas. Right. So you could even just have your area screen on your yeah in your country. It bo- it boggles my mind. I just don't get the thing. It's got to be something to do with money, hasn't it? But it blows my mind. Uh, Netflix is saying that the events this year will cover more than one hundred movies and series. Wow! So yeah, twenty fourth of September. Mark your calendars. Get it in the diary to get yourself on YouTube. Get yourself on YouTube. We'll be doing it. We'll have a, we'll obviously have all the news the following week. Sure, we'll do a Tadum special if there's. I, I might not cover all a hundred. No, <laughs> we could always do a Tadum special if anything <laughs> interesting happens. But who knows? Maybe we could do one of those live reaction videos that the oh, people yeah, do sure. on YouTube. Sure, why not? We'll <laughs> do one of them. I'm up for that. Yeah, let's do it. An update on some news from I think it was last week. Yeah, it maybe was. it was two weeks ago, when we reported uh, that Hugh Grant was going to go and play Zeus. Yep. In Netflix's new uh, Greek mythology comedy series, Chaos. Well, he's out. He's out already? Yeah. Wow, he didn't last long. <laughs> uh, he's had to pull out over his availability, which you think maybe they would have... Checked before he signed up? Dotted the eyes <laughs> on that one before he signed up. Uh, Hugh Grant is now lo- no, no longer playing Zeus, and he has been replaced by Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Feel like that might be an upgrade. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> That's it, my gut reaction. It feels more Zeusy. Yeah, uh, I, I if he's if they are going with that sort of comedy thing, I feel like he can be a bit weirder as well. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, he achieved, yeah, Goldblum has joined the cast, which now includes him, Janet, M- Janet McTeer, Cliff Curtis, David Thewlis, Killian Scott, Aurora Perrineau, Mizia Butler, Layla Farzad, Niban Rizwan, Raki Ayola, and Stanley Townsend. Filming is starting this summer. Excellent. Good work on all of those names as well, because there were some tough ones in there. Thanks. And you didn't falter once. I was I'm impressed. Pretty, pretty, pretty practiced at this podcast. I've <laughs> been doing it a while now. And I've been reading for probably about 36 years. That's, yeah, true. Yeah, but I struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing podcasting and reading as, as well. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum as He's Zeus. On board. Why not? Let's hope he doesn't look as a. They should have made them fight it out. Chunky as Russell Crowe does in <laughs> the new four film. Who will be a better Zeus, Goldblum or Crowe? Goldblum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you might have more to say on this later. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, in sort of file this piece of news in. I can't quite believe this hasn't happened before. Okay. But David Beckham is getting a Netflix documentary. Oh yeah, about Why his life. So it's not. I I thought, oh reality, but no, actually, I've, I think having read into this a little bit more, it's a proper documentary. Okay, so it's not like following him around for a bit. It's no, but it's the it's, story it's, of David. It is Beckham. going to follow his life from beginning to okay. now. I know it said end then, but he's <laughs> only like five years that. older than us. <laughs> Uh, the series is set to follow David's life and football career, starting with his humble childhood in East London, continuing on his rise to stardom and becoming one of the most recognisable footballers of his generation. In a joint post with Netflix, Beckham wrote, I'm excited to confirm that I'm partnering with Netflix on a documentary series about my life and career. The series will feature unseen archive, untold stories, as well as interviews with people who have been part of my journey. Cool. That actually could be quite interesting. Yeah. He had an interesting career, didn't he? He did, yeah. Certainly. And how famous he was at the yeah. height of his fame. And how, remember how hated he was crazy. at one point as well. Oh, yeah. He like, went through the ringer, didn't he? He really did. He went from the most hated man in the world to the most loved footballer of all time, probably. Yeah. And he's, he's stupidly good looking. How can somebody at 47 be that good looking? Better with age. Yeah, he has. But he's always got better with age for the last 30 years. Yeah. He's always been good looking. But he just keeps getting more good looking. <laughs> it's sickening, really. I don't know who he thinks he is. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it too, to be fair. Next. Uh, this is uh, this is an interesting one. Okay. So, Love is Blind. That's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Yeah, massive deal. On Netflix. I've, I've never watched it. I haven't either. It's not for me. Ah. Uh, but Netflix is being sued by a contestant from the second season of the show. Okay. He's charging them with a string of labor violations, including, and I quote, fostering inhumane working conditions and paying cast members less than minimum wage. Wow. The lawsuit is being filed by Jeremy Hartwell and uh, is alleging that the Love is Blind producers plied the cast with alcohol and deprived them of food and water. (laughs) Blimey. Uh, And also paid them rates below Los Angeles County's minimum wage. Um, Yeah. Which one is Love is Blind? Is that the one where they're in separate rooms and they don't? know each other yeah i think so so they actually live in a place I don't think, they yeah i believe so uh mr hartwell's involvement in season two of love is blind lasted less than one week <laughs> <laughs> his journey ended after he failed to develop a significant connection with any other participants okay <laughs> so uh, uh, kinetic production said we will not speculate as to his motives for filing the lawsuit but there is no merit to the allegations and we will vigorously defend against his claims uh, hartwell says he spent several days recovering from the effects of sleep deprivation lack of access to food and water and copious amounts of alcohol that he was provided okay <laughs> That's yeah, I'm, crazy. I'm confused by this one <laughs> yeah let's uh let's see how that one yeah we'll follow out. that see how that pans out but I don't see him uh, getting very far with that. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have thought in all these years of reality TV that, you know, 
all these shy retiring people who decide to have a go at these shows <laughs> yeah need to be plied with alcohol and no water to like come out of their shells no you wouldn't really but well we'll see we'll see yeah i mean yeah i don't see him getting very far with that yeah if if we get any more news on it we'll keep you informed yeah might might be one uh, one we'll we'll come back to uh, this week, in fact, just a couple of days ago, the trailer for a new Netflix movie has arrived. It is Day Shift. It stars Jamie Foxx and the legendary Snoop Dogg. Yes, I'd agree with that. Absolute legend. Go watch this trailer. It's mental. Oh, really? I've not seen it yet. We'll watch it after. Okay. It's it's uh, Jamie Foxx plays Bud Jablonski, a man who uses the cover of working as a pool cleaner for his actual income which is hunting vampires. But when a series of problematic kills sees him drummed out of the International Union of Vampire Hunters, Bud must get back in or he will lose his main source of income and see his wife and daughter move to Florida. Oh, nobody wants that. (laughs) Uh, Basically, it is the same producer's creative team that worked on the John Wick movies. Okay. Uh, the director of this movie is J.J. Perry. He was a stuntman and second unit director on previous John Wick movies. Right. Which is I thought was quite interesting because we have seen a few movies on this show yeah. where where people have taken that career path. Yeah, second unit director and then move stuntman, second unit yeah. director, full-on director. Yeah. Yeah, we have. It's, uh, it's I, happened I, more I, than once. I hope that Day Shift is better than some of those movies that we see. <laughs> Me too. Was this, it was set up the other week. That was a guy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was a with the same very sort of famous trajectory, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah, and that was a bloody awful film. <laughs> uh, this looks like a lot of fun. It does look like a lot uh, of fun. I'm check out the trailer. That, August August the twelfth. It's not even that long away. So about a month. Fresh off Stranger Things four. Yep. And well, even though they probably filmed that about three years ago, <laughs> so maybe not that fresh. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yep, we love Finn. Is making his directorial debut. Okay, interesting. Uh, and also his writing debut because he is mm. co-writing and co-directing a horror comedy called Hell of a Summer with uh, another actor turned filmmaker, Billy Brick. Billy Brick. Yeah, great name. They will both act in it. So they're uh, both written it. They're both directing it. And they're both acting. Correct. It. Okay. Um, Story details are being kept quiet for now. But Wolfhard said, I am so excited to be co-directing my first feature film. I get the chance to work with an incredible cast and crew and to work with a company like 30 West and Aggregate. Yeah, you have to say that. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing you'll, you'll hear him in is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes. He has a voice role in that. He does indeed. Uh, but yeah, moving behind the camera... Not bad at Do nineteen, tall, is tall it? Cameras. Tall cameras. <laughs> tall, tall, tall little boy. He's a guy, tall, lanky he? boy. Yeah, it looks like Tim Burton's drawn him into existence. I always think it does a little bit. Yeah, that he is. really reminds me of a lad I went to school with. Really? Like just yeah. Can you say the name? Do I know them? No, it was okay. before I knew you. Before my like time. Primary school. It's, it just looks like that lad grown up. <laughs> maybe it is. The numbers don't work. He would have been. Maybe <laughs> it's his son. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. Good. You Good for him. I, I've got a lot of time for Finn. I think he's, he's a, he seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's been great in everything I've seen him in. He's a busy boy. He's got the new Ghostbusters yeah, exactly. working on as well. He's in that, isn't he? Not going on. Good for him. You'll make the most of it while you're on top. Absolutely. What she said. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Yep, my brother. Up, moving away from Netflix news. Yep. Not only is he obviously playing Ken in the upcoming Barbie movie. The more I say about that movie, the more I want to I watch it. I don't think we've talked about on this show the picture. No, we haven't, I don't think. That has been released of Ryan Gosling playing Ken. No. I already wanted to see this movie. Yeah. But, my God, I want to see <laughs> that movie now. Everything about it just makes it seem, and it shouldn't do. Yeah. But everything about it makes me want to watch it more. It just looks so much fun. Uh, well, he was on uh, Joshua Horowitz's Happy, Sad, Confused podcast this week. And he sh- it, it's a bit of a, a a Marvel good news, bad news. Okay. All bad news, good news. Uh, he shot down rumours that he's connected to the Nova project. 
right. that Marvel has apparently in development from the Moon Knight. Team. So he's not involved in that. But said it would be interesting in another Marvel role. Okay. Uh, and it's it's stepping into none other than Nicolas Cage's footsteps. Oh, really? Because uh, he said he quite fancies Johnny Blaze. The Ghost Rider himself? Yeah. I could see that. I wouldn't be against that. No, I don't think I would. I don't know if there's any plans to, <laughs> to bring that character back. I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, this is Ryan Gosling's one-man effort to... Guys, you can have me. Just make that move. <laughs> You can have me, but only if you set my head on fire. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah. mean, who, Why not? I Marvel? don't know if that's who's wa- you know is that the tail wagging the dog there? I don't know. Is <laughs> Maybe Marvel seem to just be throwing all the shit at the wall at the minute to see what sticks. So yeah. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good for him. If you can't get a job, go out and pitch yourself one. Uh, well, I wouldn't imagine he's like in a drought. But well, no, he's, he's filming but the But if you're if you're at that level, you can go. Well, actually, I'd quite fancy doing that. So. Uh, just, Come just, at me. Just putting it out there, yeah. Give me a call, Kev. Put it out there into the world. <laughs> uh, we talked a few weeks ago about a sci-fi movie called uh, Project Artemis. Yeah, we did. Which is Probably going to... A month ago which Apple TV had won the bidding war for. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was going to star Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, and Jason Bateman was going to direct and star yes that's correct uh well it's all changed okay <laughs> bateman's out bateman's out yeah right he's, uh, he's left over creative differences oh that's never good that's led to chris evans jumping ship evans is out as well yeah he's, wow. he said that uh he's got other commitments and couldn't commit to the um delayed <laughs> oh, shooting schedule because they had to delay it because bateman was out yeah okay so we've got a couple of replacements okay so johansson's staying yeah, uh, currently, okay. Chris Evans has been replaced by Channing Tatum. Yeah, straight swap. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, and Jason Bateman has been replaced by Greg Bellanti. That's who, an interesting one, isn't it? Who will, uh, who will direct. He directed Love, Simon. Yes, he did. He's he's also does a lot of TV, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he pro- he's he's a pro- producer on about a million TV. Yeah, his shows. name you, every TV show you watch his credit, his name will be in the credits. It's just one of those names that you see everywhere. Love Simon's a great film. I say it every week. This that seems to come up on this show every week, and yeah. I would always rave about that good film. Uh, there's there is no definitive plot details other than it is believed the movie revolves around the space race and moon landing in the 1960s. Okay, um, sounds fun. Yeah, why not? So I'm not a big Tatum fan. All change. Uh, but then I'm not a big Chris Evans fan either, so swings and roundabouts. But you know Evans can do Act. a good performance. <laughs> yeah. Can Channing Tatum? I don't know. He's never done anything that's really like... I think I've seen him and I've enjoyed him. Yeah. And he's been good in stuff. But it's stupid stuff. Yeah, or... it's all stupid stuff. It's not serious acting, is yeah. it? Yeah. He did that wrestling one. What was that called with Steve Carell? Oh, Foxcatcher. Yeah, that was quite good. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It was quite boring though. Yeah, it was quite boring. <laughs> but it was serious. That was the only thing I could think serious acting was. Yes. Cool. Okay, so, that, well, that's that's all changed. There you go. Uh, last piece of news, which I'm sure you may be happy. We talked a few weeks ago about a bit of a uh, exodus from Scream 6. We did, yeah. With, uh, uh, including Nev Campbell, no really. Nev Campbell. Yes. Well... The movie's already started shooting. Has it really? Yes. Wow. Uh, it's coming out in March 2023. That's a quick turnaround. It is a quick turnaround. And even though it's already started shooting, we're still adding cast members because this week, Samara Weaving, formerly of this parish, and... <laughs> Very much of this parish. Tony Revolori have joined the cast. They seem, both of them, seem like very much people who would be in a Scream film. They do, don't they? <laughs> they just do. It's, it's absolutely... Uh, it's... Uh, Samara Weaving's wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. She's like the scream queen these after days, this, isn't she? Yeah. She's the new horror icon. Uh, after the babysitter uh, and the babysitter. Too. And Tony Revelore is usually good. I mean, he's brilliant in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. He's, he's good in Spider-Man. Yeah, he has a little cameos in Spider-Man, doesn't he? He's good in them. Uh, Corny Cox has confirmed she will be back. Okay. Uh, as will Hayden Panettiere and uh, also join the cast Dermot Mulroney, Jack Champion, Liana Liberato, Devin Nicoda and Joss Josh Segarra. 
uh, and it's the same guys who did Scream 5 or Scream because it wasn't called Scream 5 so why is this called Scream 6 <laughs> fuck knows <laughs> 31st of March, 2023. This is, Quick turnaround. This has been known as a reboot call, apparently. <laughs> That's not, it's the sequel not to a reboot. So a reboot call. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Scream 6 is going to be a hot mess. And it just feels like they're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks with that as well. <laughs> okay. It's like, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from it. It doesn't feel right that Nev Campbell's not going to be in it. But if them, what's the name? Courtney Cox is stating. Yeah. Fair enough. Why not? I bet they're regretting doing what they did to David Arquette out there. <laughs> Is that all your news done? That's all the news. Excellent. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched a few things. Okay. Um, I, are they all good? I don't know if they're all good. Uh, I've watched <laughs> I've watched something that was quite good, which has been on Netflix for ages. And we're just looking for oh, what's a half an hour thing that's quite quick and you can start to get into. Yeah. Uh, never have I ever. Okay. It's quite good. It's like a Mindy Kaling uh, sitcom. Right. I think it's partially autobiographical. Okay. Uh, and it's about a, a group of teenage girls growing up at high school. Uh, the lead character is like of Indian descent, so she's struggling to fit in. It's quite funny. It's narrated by John McEnroe. The, the tennis player? <laughs> the tennis player. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's random. <laughs> Uh, and it's got uh, it's got a few cameos appearances pop up. Andy Samberg pops up at some point. Um, there's a few more in there. It's yeah, it's fun actually. Quite enjoyed it. Oh, good. Um, I think there's like two series on there. I don't know if it's like ever coming back or how well it's done. Cause <laughs> I've kind of seen it on Netflix. Yeah, it's one of those not... that you've seen around but never thought about watching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that's that's been quite good. Good, good. Uh, and then just today. I've watched the first two episodes of Resident Evil. Oh, is that out? I didn't yes, know that was even the out. TV yet. show. And Dropped to... today. Did it? Okay. I had a spare. Went straight to it. Well, I, I, yeah, I was on my own for a, doing a bit of work and I, I put it on in the background. Okay. Any good? I enjoyed it. Lance Reddick. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't really have much history or knowledge about the games. Yeah, okay. So you know So I don't know if it's faithful. Yeah. And I feel my gut reaction is if if you if you're a big fan of the games, you might find it a bit slow and tame. Okay. But it's only two episodes out of eight or ten. Okay, right. I, I again I'm not either I'm not really deep in it's the lore. I've played a few of them, but it's very character based. Really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, but I I enjoyed what I saw. There were a couple it? of good action sequences, but nothing like, you know, there weren't no faces melting off or anything. Right. Okay. So. Sticking with it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. I think Keep I was informed. Uh, it's it's got a, a nice little gimmick. So it's two stories. One is a flashback of how uh, these two you know, of this young family move into Raccoon City. Yeah, uh, and their dad, Lance Reddick, is high up in the Umbrella Corporation. Right, and then you've got the present day storyline where one of the sisters is, you know, trying to stay alive in the post-apocalyptic world. So, Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds right on my street. I mean, it couldn't be more different to the anime that was out yeah. at the end of last year. <laughs> put it that way, um, and it's a totally different vibe to the schlocky movies as well. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll get to it at some point. I will, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll add it to the list, but the list yeah. gets longer every day. It always does. It I, does. I've also nearly finished, which has taken ages, The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things kind of came up in the middle. And, yeah. Uh, so we've just got one episode left. Enjoying that? Yeah. When it's, again, it, it, it's a slow burn. When it's good, it's, it's, really it's, good. it's the court case scenes are pretty gripping, I've, okay. I've found. Sorry. That's another one that's on the list, but things keep jumping in front of it. Yeah, yeah. I so. totally get it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think for us, it was just lucky that we'd, we'd kind of already started it on a, when we were at a loose end one evening. Yeah, and so you're kind of in there. It's kind of jumped the queue a bit. So. <laughs> Good. How about you? I took up one of your recommendations. Okay. I watched The Pirate Gold of Adak Island. Oh, did you? I watched the whole series <laughs> last weekend. I yeah. did it over two days. What did you think? Fucking brilliant. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, actually. It's it fun. It's exactly what you said it is. It is... Maybe not as realistic as they're making it out to be. 
and I think it's very well edited. It's so slickly put together, isn't it? Yeah, it feels it's such an American show. Yeah. So at the end of every episode, they dig something up and then they just leave you there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I've got to watch another one. The now. absolute dramatic music. Yeah. On well, it, even when they're just driving down the road, to be fair, it's yeah, all the way through. It's it. so dramatic. <laughs> but no, I'd highly recommend it for how how set up did you find that last scene? Whether massively, yeah. Massively. You just have to stop it here for the second For the second season. I thought the last two episodes were it, really exciting. They were they, exciting. They were really gripping and you're like, you knew something was coming. And then when it gets to what Do you think comes, it was all a setup? Yeah. No. Do you, think that, do you think the company set it up? No. I, I genuinely think they did find something. Whether they found it on the last day and the last minute that they could search <laughs> is another question, I guess. But... No, I've, I've literally against the fence where they can't can't go any, go any further. further. Yeah, we don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's fantastic. It's just really stupid, so schlocky, stupid. stupid show. But stupid, what, good, what good found, shit TV. What I found really funny as well is like the mayor is like, I've assembled this team of crack treasure hunters from all over the world. Yeah, but three of them used to live there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like really two of them are just two ex guy ex. Um, like you say, ex yeah. um, inhabitants who've just island. been knocking around. And then the scientist woman, her granddad lived there or something yeah. as well. She she's brilliant. I really like her. She's like very enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. Very intelligent. And very when she's doing all the soil sampling and stuff. It's, it was, was in really the, it was like an episode. It might have even been the first episode where uh, you know he's given the mayor's given the history of the island because he's quite he's very straight laced. The mayor, he? yeah. And like you're a bit like oh this guy's a bit fucking boring. Yeah. But then he's then he's like right this is why I'm doing it. I want to restore some. You know, pride to the town. If we find yeah. this loot, we can bring some money back to this place. I'm really passionate about this place. And I was like, okay, fine. And then he's, and then he's just, oh yeah, and I'm also uh, one of the world's best bomb disposal experts, by the way. <laughs> just That's coincidentally, on this island full of bombs, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bomb disposal expert. <laughs> so the, the the idea is, as you mentioned last week, it's they know Never, this gold's there. Yeah, there's 150 cans of gold. Yeah, and they know it's there, but they also know there's a shitload of unexploded Japanese bombs there. Yeah. So it's like find the gold, but don't find the, the place. Bombs. Is fascinating. The place isn't it? is fascinating. The the absolute scale of the operation, the military operation that was was on that yeah uh, island insane. between the to Second the, World War and all the way up to the late nineties to the point where they moved a hill. Yeah, literally took a hill and moved it somewhere else. Yeah, it's just insane. But what I always find funny about Alaska is you always think of Alaska as this like beautiful place with loads of scenery, but it's actually quite drab. So every time you see Alaska they were on the there TV, in the summer, though, yeah, they were. They? And, and but then when we watched um, and... Alaska is a drag, yeah, that was really like there was not a lot there, and it made Alaska to be really drab and boring. Yeah, but it's it's beautiful, but not in the way you imagine it to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. So, but no, I'd, I'd highly recommend that for for the four hours it's on or whatever. It's just a very entertaining show. Yeah, and when when they do find stuff, they do make it really interesting and exciting, and it's really tense. That and then it turns out to just be a the episode where, they have, old to, wood where they have to knock a whole house down just to get to yeah they find something <laughs> the metal detector goes off and they have to knock a house down to get it out of the way well the bit that made me laugh the most was like the metal detector's going wild they dig it up and it's a bit of wood yeah i'm like how's that metal detector gone off that's weird but that no, was it was fascinating I, thought, I really enjoyed it i really really enjoyed it um i've also started season two of only murders in the building oh yeah disney yeah. plus i've watched the first three now i think, I think i've done three two or three I think this show, I kind of forget about it yep. every week. And then I go, oh, there's one of them to watch. Yes, exactly and right. Every time I watch it, I love it. It's so good. It's so heartwarming. It's so well done. It's something about it just ticks all the right boxes, doesn't yeah. it? It's just nice to watch. We, uh, we watched in this week's episode and even said, well, I think we're going to go and watch the first season again. Oh, really? You can start it, again? Yeah. It's just, oh, they're all, br- they're all three of them. I'm so happy that Steve Martin is back and doing something that is good and he seems to be really enjoying it yeah that all three of them seem like they're absolutely loving it martin can... short is not annoying no he's not <laughs> not as much as he's not... another stuff no and he's, he's good he's good for his character and selena gomez is great as well yeah, she is and the cameos just shirley mclean showed yeah. up yeah. i like thought she was in... in the first yeah. year um rebel wilson no amy schumer amy Sh- always get those two mixed up <laughs> amy schumer shows up shirley mclean yeah. i thought she'd been dead for 100 years <laughs> She's there. Looks like she's been dead hundred years, to be fair. But she shows up in an episode. It's just, it's crazy. All these like old New Yorkers, like Jew, old New York Jew women that you imagine what New Yorkers are like. Yeah. It's just, it's just exactly the sort of entertainment that you want to just get. It's great. It's already been renewed for a third season. Excellent. By the way, 
keep it going. Keep it going forever. Yeah. Or as long as they can do it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, also, this week, Better Call Saul's back. Okay. For yep. its final six episodes. Yep. First one of them was a 10 for me. Fantastic. It was brilliant. I really, yeah, that is another one that's on my list. I need to, this, I need to get back This season that. of Better Call Saul has been chef's kiss. Yeah. It's that good. Sure. And there's, I'm putting it out there. I think in this episode, this week, they explained why something happened in Breaking Bad. Oh, amazing. And why, why do you only think? Because. That's how I'm interpreting it. Oh, fine. fine, fine. The, it wasn't something happened wasn't in this episode. Out as a... Something happened in this episode that explains something happened in Breaking Bad, in my, in my opinion. Cool. And it's one of the most controversial bits of Breaking Bad. And now we seem to have an explanation for it, which is really exciting. Because Vince Gilligan at the beginning of this season said it's going to make you think differently about how Breaking about Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I thought that was a massive claim at the time, but sure. he seems to be pulling it off. Also, he seems to have gotten to the end. Five episodes too early. Oh, okay. So, so I'm intrigued to see where it's going now because everything gets tied up nicely in a neat little bow in well, this episode. That's really interesting because I didn't mention this earlier when I was mentioning the Lincoln lawyer, but I've, I've got, like I said, I've got one episode left, and I kind of feel like, what the fuck's supposed to happen? Because <laughs> I feel like it's all tied up in episode yeah. nine. So, but if you've done that with five episodes left, that's a real. So the guy, the guy sitting next to work, is a massive Breaking Bad fan. He's also a massive Breaking Bad Call Saul fan, so we talk about it quite a lot. Yeah. And for the last few weeks, we've been saying they've got such a lot of work to do to get Saul Goodman to be the man that he is in Breaking Bad. Yeah. And they've had six seasons to do it, but they've got to now do it in these last six episodes. Okay. But I feel like he did it in this one. <laughs> and it's it's really special. It's it's such a good show. It's a really good show. I think that's it. Oh, no, I went to the cinema. Oh, right, yeah. I went to the cinema on... What day is it today? Wednesday. I went to the cinema on Wednesday. Okay. To watch Fall of and Thunder. All right, yep. Yeah. Thoughts? Mm. Yeah, I've heard... Mm. It's this from It's okay. Yeah. It's try it's too silly. It's really it too Taika Waititi. It's too Taika Waititi. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. I love Taika Waititi as a director. I think he's great. I think um Dojo Rabbit's a wonderful film. But it's too much in this. The the thing that makes Marvel fi- Marvel films work Marvel films. Marvel <laughs> films work is that they're really good and the action sets are really good, but then occasionally there'll be a bit of comedy that breaks that up. This goes the other way. Okay. It's a load of comedy with the occasional action scene that breaks it up. And it just felt too goofy to me. Okay. A little bit. Well, where are you in Marvel at the minute? Because I've got to be honest, I've never been less interested. Yeah, I think I'm burning out on it a little bit. I, I, I've watched one episode of Miss Marvel. I I've got back. no interest in watching that. I've watched no Moon Knight. I never got uh, to, still haven't watched the finale of that. I watched all of it. I never watched The Eternals. Yeah, meh. I did quite recently because it's been on Disney Plus for a, a few weeks now. Watched the latest Doctor Strange. See, I really liked that. I didn't like it. Okay, <laughs> I get it. No, I, I, I understand just thought it. this isn't this, no, this isn't doing anything for me. Yeah. It's, it's fine, but I, I don't know if it's my fault or their fault because I kept waiting for something really big and important to happen. Yeah, and I felt like just nothing ever happened. And then you know, I, I just feel at the end of all these movies, fucking. I don't know, Julie the Great turns up and I'm like, I've no idea who you are. <laughs> Julie the Great. <laughs> some, some character. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be impressed and I don't I'm, really care. I must admit, the it feels like people now only go to watch them for the reveals at the end of them. Yeah. Like the end credit scenes. Yeah, but that's not going to pay off like, for like five years. Exactly. <laughs> I think if just... I mean, the end credit scene at the end of four is just mind-blowing. But only because of who's in it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I won't give it away because it's too early. But I'll tell you after. No, I know. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, but, but you won't see that person again for. No, of course you won't. Five a long, years. Long time. It's like Harry Styles being revealed at the end of the Eternals. Yeah, you, you'd never see that. That could be ten years down the line. Yeah. No, I, I do feel like I'm burning out on it a little bit. I must admit. Yeah. Feels like they've like hit everything. Do you think it's because this plateau has just gone? There, there's no wheels in motion to for the next. No, they don't whatever. seem to be going anywhere with it. Yeah, it's just especially when you've got you know Thor is one of the uh, the OGs. Yeah, it's the only one to have four films now. Thor, 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 Thor films. Thor. <laughs> it's the only one to have. Four, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems like there's a lot. Of, maybe because they had that pandemic gap where nothing came out. The, they're just shooting everything out. Yeah, but that's once, not but ch- that true. But that's not that was changed in, the movies. Like, no, it was Black intentional. Was they, just like, they were having that break anyway. Yeah. But I don't know. They just, 
there seems to be a lot going on at the minute. I've got no interest in watching Miss Marvel. It just doesn't interest me in the slightest. I'll probably get to it eventually, but at the yeah. minute I'm not bothered. That is. Don't have to watch everything by <laughs> no, them. No, but you feel like you do, don't you? And so <laughs> well, that's what they want. That's what they want you to do. <laughs> that's it, I think. I think I've, uh, I'm all done. Okay. Should we do some real talk? Let's do some real talk. What's the topic this week? Good question. What was the topic this week? I asked you. Oh, yeah. This was actually suggested to us by one of our um, Patreons. Oh, lovely. He, he suggested it as the topic. And the topic was, what is an example of a film being better than the book that it is based on? Okay. Which is an interesting one, I thought. Yeah. We jumped straight on it as soon as he suggested it. It's bad it. for me because I have a really bad memory. <laughs> Same. I read a lot of books and then I have to be like, oh, it's bad shit, for me is that because from the book or the film? Or the... It's bad for me because I only read one author. <laughs> <laughs> only read Stephen King. So I, I, re- I did really struggle with it. I'm not going to lie. I, I still don't really know. If I, I think there's a few. If you're sticking to Stephen King, which I'm sure we might have a few answers along those lines. I think there is a few good examples of films being better. Than there are. Yeah, books. but I just don't want to be that guy every week. <laughs> I seem to be at the minute. Um, do you want to start with the Discord? Sure. I will start with one of our patrons, uh, Mr. Ross Cook. Uh, she, he's got quite a few. Of course he has. So, reverting to form. This is Ross Cook. Uh, American Psycho, Fight Club, and Princess Bride uh, all do an excellent job as movies of removing the unnecessary and leaving all the good stuff. But my top pick, his official answer is, we need to talk about Kevin. The book is a real slog. And I couldn't even finish it, but I found the movie really intense and interesting. The movie is really good, to be fair. I've never read the book, but the movie is yeah. really good. That's, that's just appeared on Netflix not long ago. Um, I've read Fight Club, and obviously I love that film, so I'd agree with him on that one. Yeah. I've not read the other it's two. It's definitely not Chuck Palahniuk's best book. No, it's not. Definitely I've read not. quite a few of his, and it's not his best. Not at all. But a wonderful film. Yeah. Okay, Samuel Holland, uh, one of our other patrons, says, again, Fight Club and The Mist are examples where the author prefers the film than the book he has written. Okay, there you go. Uh, His pick... I know he's done two picks as well. What is wrong with people? (laughs) It's fine, you're allowed to. You you can do as many as you want. Sam's got two picks. Uh, I prefer the Lord of the Rings films because there's so much unnecessary descriptions in the books. And I also prefer the Harry Potter films to the books. That's a controversial opinion, but that's fair. I've never read all the Harry Potter books. I have read them all, and I've seen them all, and I think they're both great. I'm going to stay completely (laughs) on the fence. (laughs) Uh, Alex in the Discord uh, is going with American Psycho. Yeah, good shout. Uh, And Smileyton in the Discord is another vote for Lord of the Rings. I've tried a few times to read the book, but I've found it too complicated. The film is much more accessible. Talking of Lord of the Rings. Yep. This isn't in the news. Don't know why. <laughs> watched it today, though. I've seen it as well. I trailer for the, uh, the, TV for the TV series. Stylish. Uh, it looks great. It's the most it expensive does. TV show ever made in the history of mankind. That, which is crazy when you think of how expensive that last season of Stranger Things was. But do you know what? It didn't do much for me. No, I'm, I'm with you. It looked beautiful. Yeah, I know, and it might be great. Yeah, I'm with you. I wasn't interested in The Hobbit, and I love The Hobbit book. I never, yeah. I watched the first movie, it turned me straight off. Yeah, too much I, CGI. I, I just, too CGI. I'm sure I'll give it a go. I was not, I didn't down trowel for this trailer, put it that way. <laughs> I think the thing is, Peter Jackson made those three films almost perfectly. And, and it feels like now that story's been told, and I don't really feel like I need any backstory or any history or anything more to it because those three films are that good well you're getting it i'm getting it <laughs> i don't have to watch it but i'm getting it uh that's about it in the discord for real talk excellent i've got a couple i've got a few on instagram okay one i'm going to take issue with um <laughs> ollie has said it is not a film but i have to say game of thrones fair enough it's not a film but I, I, I don't think anyone can argue with the sentiment <laughs> i've known ollie for a while now and i'm pretty sure he's not read game of thrones but Hey ho, we'll find out. What? No one has. No, <laughs> it's not end. even got an ending yet. Um, and your good lady wife messaged us on Instagram. Yeah. With the two words that she said, Shutter Island. Okay, that's an interesting one. It is interesting because she's never been more wrong. 
<laughs> I I remember liking the book, but it's so I've only read it once, and it's so long ago. I I, I genuinely can't. I remember you lending me the book when we lived together. Yeah, and that's nearly twenty years yeah. ago. So, but I I don't like that film at all. I I I really didn't like it. I don't think the movie is as clever as it thinks it is. Yeah. I just can't remember how good the book is. That's why I'm. <laughs> I remember not really sure. enjoying the book at the time, and I remember really not enjoying the film. So I, I'm going to, unfortunately, as much as I love your good lady wife, I'm going to have to disagree with her. That's fine. You're allowed to. As terrifying as that is, because <laughs> she's a terrifying woman. Um, I think that's it. I don't think we had any on the. Uh, I gave on one the, on Instagram on the tweets. Did you? Yeah, you don't I, have to read it. I, I just want to, to prove that it went then. through. Let me see. And, and that I, I can use some form of social media correctly. Oh! <laughs> I don't know who that is or why he's not half naked on my screen. There's an there's a, a aged gentleman in there's a There's an aged gentleman a in a sauna on my phone and I don't know why. No, I did not submit that. I, did you, are you sure? Because yeah. that's what's popped up. Although that film does sound better than the book. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find, if you have messaged us, where that's gone. Right. I, I apologize. I definitely did. <laughs> okay. Like last time I tried it, you found it three weeks later. Oh, That's... I need to give a shout out to our good friend Mark. Um, he has messaged us the last few weeks on Twitter, right. and we haven't read any of them out. Oh, and it turns out it's because we weren't following him, and his tweets are protected, oh, okay. so we weren't <laughs> seeing them. So he messaged me in the week, and he's like, "You've not read any of my tweets out. What have I done wrong?" And it's like, I went onto his profile, and his, his tweets a lot. So I do need to apologise to him. We've I've missed for his performance, best performance he's ever seen. He went with Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. Okay. Fine. I can't remember. Anything. Have you fixed that technological problem? We now follow him on Twitter and we can now read his tweets, yes. So apologies to him. That's fine. Uh, anyway, wherever the hell were we? Shall I do mine? You do yours. I, I'll do mine quickly because the only one I could think of is a film that I mentioned last week, which was Misery, because I really don't like that book. Fine. But I really do. I like think you should be banned film. from having like the same answer. I know. And it's, it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. But I only read Stephen King. And so... <laughs> There are other Stephen King films out there. Would you not say that, I mean, does it count as a book if it's only a short story? The Shawshank Redemption is better than the short story? Yeah, of course it is. 100% it is. Stand By Me is better than Stand By Me is body. 100% better than The Body. The Green Mile film's better than The Green Mile book. So, yeah, maybe. There's there's a few. Because yeah. people don't realise how big some of Stephen King... People think of a Stephen King film, they think of like cheap, crap film that's worse than the book. But some of the best films of all time are Stephen. The Shining... It's probably a better film than the book if people were being serious about it's it. It's very different. It's completely isn't it? different. Yeah, it's completely so that different. That is an interesting but Things like The Shawshank Redemption, Stand By Me, The Shining, Green Mile, they're classed as some of the best films of all time. Yeah, yeah. And they're not based, they're only based on short stories. So yeah. most of them aren't. So yeah, but I, I, if I'm being honest, I would have to go with Misery because I, I really don't like that book. Okay. I think it drags. I had to, I find this really difficult, by the way. Yeah, it because, is really tough. Because I, d I didn't really start thinking about it for the first couple of days, by which the time most of the answers that came in were the ones that I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I think Lord of the Rings is a great <laughs> shout. It's, no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Until I remembered that I had read a few years ago the book that's the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit is based on. Oh, really? I didn't even know that was based on the <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, it's Who Censored Roger Rabbit. Right. And it's just a detective story. Uh, and obviously, uh, it's fine, but it's not a movie starring Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, <laughs> Daffy Duck. Are any of them in it? No, because it's all obviously Roger Rabbit, isn't it? No, yeah. all that cross um, promotion company stuff. Yeah. stuff. None of that's in it. And, and for that reason, I was like, yeah, that's my answer. That's a great answer. Yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is such a wonderful film. Yeah. It's a wonderful film. I did, I did not know that was based on a book. Yeah. I might have to search that out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good one. Who censored Roger Rabbit is the book. I will check it out. Go and have a look. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Done? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Real talk is done. Real talk is done. Uh, I, before we head off, yep. and then go and talk about the trip on Thursday, I do have a game. Excellent. We've not done a game for ages. I've got very little battery left on my phone, so <laughs> we might have to go a little bit quickly, but that's fine. We like to live on the edge. Do you want to plug it uh, in? No, nah, we'll be all right. Sure. Yeah. So... I will fully admit I came up with a name for this game first. Brilliant. So, <laughs> Most of the best quiz shows in the world do. <laughs> so this week, uh, because, as we mentioned, The Trip is a Norwegian film, uh, we are playing a game called Norway or No Way. 
nice. Uh, in which I have the English translation of some Norwegian place names. Okay, right. And you have to tell me, is this a real place? Yep. Norway. Norway. Or made up? Norway. No way. <laughs> okay. That sounds fun. I'm excited okay. for this. Yep, I get it. So they've been translated into English. Yep. Let's see how we go. I've got cool. five. Deal. Uh, the first one is shit porridge. Shit porridge? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you call a place shit porridge? Norway. No. No. <laughs> it's Norway. It's Norway. There's a place called Lortgrauten. Yeah. Which translates in English to shit porridge. <laughs> Brilliant. Where are, you going, where are you going on holiday? Shit porridge. <laughs> Okay, good. I get, I'm getting the feel for this game now. Uh, okay, next one. Yep. Don't fucking live here. <laughs> I mean, the Norwegians have got a good sense of humour. No, that's not real. No. It is not real. Correct. <laughs> one all. Uh, okay, next one. Sperming River Canyon. Sperming River Canyon? Yeah. That's real. It is real. It's Norway. It's... Oh, my God. I've done myself over here. <laughs> uh, it is a place called Sadings Drag Drunken. Okay. You don't want to be drinking it. <laughs> uh, that's... I'm um, just 2-1. 2-1. 2-1, yes. Uh, okay, next one. Fucking hole. <laughs> that's where we live. <laughs> um, fucking hole. Yeah, real. It is real. Oh, wow. Fane Sholot. Fucking hole. We're learning Norwegian here, people. Uh, and the last one, beware yellow snow. <laughs> no, you've made that no, up. I have made that that's up. Completely, that's completely from <laughs> your head. It's no way. You did well there. Four Bad one. start and then they uh, the steamroll. I didn't get the through. feel for it until afterwards. Oh, I, I, I do kind of want to go to Lortgrauten. Yeah, me too. That shit porridge. Yeah, shit porridge. I want to go to the Spurman River Canyon or whatever <laughs> it was called. Sadings Drag Drinking. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. Let's go there. <laughs> why, why have we just done a game on Norway? <laughs> Because on Thursday, we're talking about The Trip, which is a Norwegian movie, uh, presumably set in Norway. Yep. It's full of Norwegians. It's got a few Swedes in it. A couple of Swedes. And uh, it's got Numi Rapace in it. Yeah. She's a very famous Swede. This film's called The Trip because this film is a trip. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's a journey. Don't we're going on a journey. one-word review for me. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I've thought that far ahead. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be an interesting episode. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about this one, I think. Yeah, I think so. A lot of fun stuff happens in this film and some not so fun stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, come back on Thursday and we'll uh, we'll talk to you about the trip. I, I would say go and watch it. I don't always say 100%. go and watch the movies because some of them are terrible. I'm not going to say whether I thought this was good or bad yet. Either way, it needs watching. I, I think you'll have a time Yeah. if you watch the trip. Yeah, you'll have a trip <laughs> for definite. There's a lot of stuff going on in it. It's going to be a, a trip to get through it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. But we'll do it. That's what we're here for. So come back on Thursday. And we'll what made us famous. Absolutely. Come back on Thursday and we'll talk to you about the trip. Cheers. Bye.